Blog Talk Radio. Well, Peace Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold, to inspire and to encourage the listening audience, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and today is Monday, January 25th, 2010, and we are here every Every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So please go and spread the good news. Tell you what, January is truly flying by. Man, it is incredible. This year is already off to an awesome start. It's off to a big bang, and I'm telling you, you know what? You know what we've been talking about since the first of the year? It's the slogan that we said we're going to wear it out. I want everybody to join in with me. Say it together. Here's to 2010, the best year ever, and we mean that. Let's stand together and agree with it. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. Now, we are in for a real treat today. Today, I'm telling you, we are going to be talking about networking, the power of networking. You know, a lot of times we spend a lot of our skills, we spend a lot of money on acquiring knowledge. We spend a lot of money on um, gaining the knowledge and our education, and, 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 and that is so important. We've got to know, you know, how to actually um, handle our product. You know, we need to know what the products are that we offer and all of that. But we cannot underestimate the power of networking and, 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 and really about how powerful it is, not so much as what we know, but who we know. So today, our special guest is none other than we call her Lady O, Miss Odessa Hopkins. She is the queen, when I tell you the queen of turning your contacts into contracts. Now, I know everybody wants to hear about that, right? So what I want you to do, not only do I want you to just sit here and get this powerful information, but please, right now, we're going to give you a few seconds to text, to tweet, to send messages on Facebook. Let your friends know, hey, you want to turn your contacts into contracts? Go and tell everybody now to dial in to 347-838-9278 or visit us on the web and listen live and even catch some of our other shows at www.wealthysisters.com. And sisters is S-I-S-T-A-S.com. Now, I'm telling you, 
Miss Hopkins. Let me let me just give you a little bit of her background. She has over 20 years of government contracting experience. She is the president and CEO of Another Approach Enterprises. She is best known in the D.C. metro area as a passionate small business advocate. She's helping companies really nationwide, such as minority and women-owned. She is the founder of the annual Minority Business Dinner and Awards Gala, where Small business owners are celebrated, you got to love this, celebrated by CEOs of large companies, directors of government agencies, state and local politicians, and community leaders. Ms. Hopkins created MinorityBuzz.com, an online business and consumer directory designed to help minority businesses advertise and promote their companies while providing an easy-to-use, affordable, as in free, online tool for those seeking to do business with them. Current membership is well over uh, 700 of minority women and uh, minority and women-owned companies. Ms. Hopkins, along with her COO and husband, Rick Hopkins, launched Minority Certified Contractors, a new division of Another Approach Enterprises. MCC is an innovative online database for qualified certified minority companies that make them more accessible to large primary contractors and government agencies. Under Ms. Hopkins' leadership, Another Approach Enterprises has always been responsive to the needs of its primary constituents. Though the methodology has changed over time, the focus has always remained on supporting minority and business development. Ms. Hopkins resides in Prince George's County with her husband, Rick, and two nieces, Aaliyah and Candace. So we are going to take a short break. After this break, we're going to come back and hear from none other than we call a lady O herself on how we can actually turn our contacts into contracts. Stay tuned. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, yes, we are live and back on Wealthy Sisters. I'm Deborah Hartnett, and I have the pleasure of introducing to everyone today our very special guest, Miss Odessa Hopkins of Another Approach Enterprises. Odessa, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. <laughs> Good morning, Deborah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm trying to figure out who that person was that you were reading about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You've got to know it's you, Lady O. I tell you, we are so excited, and I've got to let everyone know you are a superwoman. You are a true networker. She was calling me, letting me know she's got a client she's meeting with. She's juggling. So I'm telling you, how how real is this? And that's how we like to be here at Wealthy Sisters. So we appreciate your time today. Well, I appreciate uh, your asking me to be on the show. You know, sometimes you, you're so busy doing things for so long that you don't really remember or, or you don't really get how much you're really accomplishing until mm-hmm. someone like you actually acknowledges, bring you on the program, you hear your bio read out, and then you think, holy mackerel, <laughs> this is what I've been doing, working so hard for. So I appreciate you, Deborah. You're doing a phenomenal job. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, we're a little nosy over here, Wealthy Sisters, because we like to apply everything to our life. We have a, a wide um, audience that has various backgrounds and like to be able to know who our guest is because it's all about inspiration and seeing the great things that you've done. Tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and, you know, and, and how you actually got involved in the power of networking. Well, I think I've always been a people's person, and I think when you talk about networking, you cannot talk about networking without talking about people. And mm-hmm. so I think that, um, you know, that's sort of a God's gift, I will say, that I have, uh, being connected so well with people, being able to listen to people and to appreciate people and appreciate what they're doing and how they're doing it and where they're doing it. And so right. all of that comes with networking. So I myself, I was born and raised in, in New York, in Harlem. I'm a Harlem girl. I tell everybody that I'm just a little black child from Harlem, you know, who happened to have made it by struggling and working hard. Uh-huh, Doesn't uh-huh. mean that I didn't bump my head along the way uh, a whole bunch of times. So I have the nicks and the bruises in life, uh, a long path of nicks and bruises. So I can tell you um, that I've been there and done that. So that's my background. I, I basically have come out of come out of New York. I moved to the Washington metropolitan area in 1989, and I was very quick to pursue entrepreneurship because when I moved to this area, let me tell you, Deborah, I mm-hmm. was just astounded, astounded mm-hmm. by what black women were doing, by what black wow. men were doing, by what minorities in general were doing. We didn't see that out visually in New York. Mm -hmm. But when you come Mm -hmm. to the Washington metropolitan area, Mm -hmm. the Baltimore area, the Northern Virginia area, you Mm -hmm. see us, you know, and we're doing astounding things. And so right away I thought, shoot, I'm going to get a piece of that pie. You know, I'm going to jump out there too. And, of course, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. You know, I put up a, a, you know, got some business cards done and and put up a, a, and I'm in business sign, and I just went to work right away trying to help people. What um, were you doing? What What was your business? What was your business? Well, you know, this is is going to be really interesting. The first Mm -hmm. thing that I started doing in 1989 was Mm -hmm. helping businesses, helping minority businesses find consumers. Now, that's interesting, and the reason why that's that's interesting is because I did that way back in 1989 when I had no idea what I was doing, okay? I just mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. and I did it. I, I said, you know what? I know a lot of people don't know about us because they don't know about me. And mm-hmm, so at mm-hmm. that time, you know, the Internet was not even happening. It was not big or anything. It was not even up. And mm-hmm. what I had was one little, I had a computer because I'm a computer tech nerd. That's my background. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I had myself and my cousin built a little database. Uh, you can mm-hmm. imagine how small it was. And I had mm-hmm. a phone line, mm-hmm. and I advertised mm-hmm. in a newspaper. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people would then start calling me, and they ask if I knew a business. And I, if I had one already listed as a client, I would send it to them like a typewriter repair person. And mm-hmm. so the reason I say that's interesting is because, God had that vision for me way back when I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And, of course, that didn't work out because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so years later, here I've come full circle, have been in business three times, eight and a half years, uh, teaching girls self-esteem and confidence, building workshops around the Beltway. Did that for eight and a half years in that business. So I grew and I evolved and I learned how to network and meet people and grow my business. And I knew what it took. I did the research. 
and come full circle, here I am again representing women and minority business owners. But this time, I know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing. Wow, that <laughs> that 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 makes a big difference. <laughs> but yes, your enthusiasm, I'm sure, helped you even when you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you can you can you can take something and make something if you have a passion and you have a drive. You may mm. not make it work at that particular time, but you gain enough knowledge that when you when you regroup and you know it may take some time to come back and do that thing over again uh, mm-hmm. if you should choose to do that particular thing but whatever it is you know i always tell people you never fail until you try and mm-hmm. so failure is sometimes the best thing that you can do in business because mm-hmm. you know if you go to a bank and you get a bank loan a lot of banks don't want to lend money to business owners who have never been in business before because they figure if you've been in business, if you failed in business, and then you started your business again, you've learned lessons. So, you know, it's a bad thing that when you try something and it doesn't work out that you give up because that's your starting point right there. Right, right, right. And and it's so important that you, you mention that, that whole thing with failure. I know a lot of times that's one of the reasons why we are afraid to actually step out because the way we've been programmed is we can't make any mistakes. We're not supposed to fail. We're not supposed to have, you know, accidents or, or, or lessons. But the reality is that is the only way you can know what, what works is when you find out what doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? Yeah, yes. And I've never had that problem. I've never had mm-hmm. the problem of being afraid to fail because mm-hmm. I've, I've done things and I failed and I've done things and I failed and I've tried it again and made it succeed. And so, you know, coming from the background in which I've come from, I've never been privileged to anything. You know, mm-hmm. I had to, to whatever I was going to get, I had to go after. And if it didn't work and I got into trouble or something happened, then the only thing that I can do is get up and try again. I didn't know any other way. You know, mm-hmm. because nobody was going to give anything to me. So I had to learn everything almost the hard way. You know, I, I'm self-taught in a whole lot of things. I don't have all the degrees that other people have, but I have a whole lot of knowledge and a lot more than they have. So mm-hmm. I tell everyone, my husband has degrees. He has two. So I tell him he has enough for both of us. But <laughs> I'm an, <laughs> And I'm the lifetime learner. I'm the one who, who, who goes on and on and on and keeps, and keeps learning and learning and learning and keeps getting educated and keeps getting, the, you know, I keep getting the street knowledge and I keep learning mm-hmm. from other people. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where your real education comes in. Mm-hmm. And know? that's the power of that networking, learning from those other people. Oh, my God, yes, yes. A lot of people, you know, let me tell you the problem that a lot of people have with networking. A lot of people, they network only to get business, solely to get business. Their only purpose to go out there is to give somebody their business card and to have that person call them. So they go to a networking event. And they, exactly, and and they mm-hmm. go to a networking event, and that's not networking. That's not networking mm-hmm. because you you can just put your cards in a in a in, in a little cafe or something, leave them there, and you have a, as mm-hmm. good a chance of getting business as mm-hmm. you do going to somewhere and just handing out your card. It's about mm-hmm. building relationships. So mm-hmm. and it's about listening. You know, when you mm-hmm. go to a networking event, you listen to other people. You listen to what they do because if mm-hmm. you don't know what they do, then you don't know how you can help them. Mhm, mhm. Say that again, because the 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 key is how we can help them, not not just how we can just throw. Uh, look, just give me this check 
Let me, I want the money from you. You know, here's my well, service or here's the goods. Tell, say that know, again. Doing business is about helping someone else. I mean, if you if you have a client, you're in business to help that client. So if you mm-hmm. go out to a network event, it's about just like if someone came into your office. If they sat down, if you if, if someone came to your office to see if they want to hire you, you're going to have to listen to what they have to say in order to know what they need. So if you go into a networking event and the only thing that you're doing is you're handing someone a card saying, here, this is what I do, call me, and you have mm-hmm. no idea, you don't have a clue as to mm-hmm. whether you can even help that person, then what good is that card? So if you go into a networking event and you talk to people but you listen to what they're saying. You know, the first thing I do is I want to hear what somebody else is saying because based on what they're saying, I know what I'm going to say next. Right. Okay, so I'm going to feed into how I can help them based on what they say. So it's going to be a lot more relevant to them than just if I start telling them what I do because if I don't hit the point as to what they need pretty quickly, then they're going to cut me off anyway. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So we uh, a lot of times the selling is, or even you know, um, my background being in network marketing, you know, you the focus initially for for uh, new people is recruit, 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 mm-hmm. but it's not. People recruit themselves mm-hmm. by exactly what you said. If you listen to what they're saying and you offer what you're doing and what those services are, then they would call you and say, hey, I want to be a part of this, or hey, how can we become business partners, or how can, you know, um, another approach enterprises help my business grow exactly. because I, I see some things that you have. So that's key. Something else I want to I want to bring about, you know, uh, bring up, and I, I know we have people calling from all over the country, and I don't want it to seem like this is just, unique to this area, but I do want to bring out the fact that me being from Atlanta and very proud of it, native of Atlanta, Georgia Peach, all my friends, they'll tell you I'm very proud of that, (laughs) you know, and I think it's an awesome place to grow up for confidence, self-confidence for a black person, for a black female, all of that, because like you said, when you came from New York and you came to the metropolitan D.C. area, you saw people that looked like you doing doing big things, doing great things. And so I grew up with that. But I will tell you, Atlanta being coined as the Mecca, man, when I came to this area, the D.C. metropolitan area, I realized there are so much more opportunities here. I really didn't understand that until I moved here. And I'm having this debate with family and friends, but yeah, the cost of living and all of that is much higher. It's much higher up there. Well, we can balance that out when we talk about the housing. Mm -hmm. But you talk about the income that's here and all of these different opportunities with the, I mean, who knows how many hundreds, literally thousands, of agencies, governmental agencies, and in the departments that you know that are a part of this department, that you can actually make money from supplying toilet tissue to pencils <laughs> to paper clips. <laughs> That's right. Share with share with our audience what is what are these government contracts all about, and you know even how someone from California that's listening maybe can participate in the opportunities that are here because there is there are millionaires I've learned that have been created just from the governmental contracts here. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, there is a market for minority contractors uh, all mm-hmm. over the place, okay? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the government agencies primarily are based in Washington, D.C. I mean, the main homes of the, the base of the agencies are here in Washington, D.C. And mm-hmm. so by being here, we are in a strategic uh, position to get mm-hmm. contracts or to go after contracts now. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready. When you go after contracts, you have to be prepared. You can't just go after them like we start out businesses. You can't mm-hmm. go after contracts like that because they require certain uh, specifications. They require certain uh, certifications. And you have mm-hmm. to know what those are, and you have to know which agencies actually need your services or your products. And so that's mm-hmm. key with doing my, with doing contracting in any arena. But we also have what's called uh, minority goals. There are a lot of contractors, a lot of projects that have uh, goals where the particular prime contractors or agency, that they have goals of of utilizing a certain portion or a certain percentage of minority contractors. So we are in a great position to get contracts in this area. There's development going on all over the place, and it's not just construction. It's all kinds of contracts, whether it's IT. If you're a florist, you can get contracts, and a lot of them don't even realize it in in Mm -hmm. state and local government. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what we did was I have uh, almost 20 years of government contracting experience. So it's mm-hmm. not a new arena for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and so what I realized in another approach enterprise in my company of 3 years, what I realized uh when talking to business owners and then talking to contractors and then talking to primes was that there was a real disconnect. There's a disconnect between the people who are going after contracts and the people who are actually giving out the contracts. There's a disconnect there. So here's the thing. The contractors feel that they're minority contractors and they're women contractors and that they should go out there and that they're qualified because they've been doing what they do uh, Mm -hmm. for some time. So they're qualified to do the contracts. Of course, they're not qualified as far as the prime unless they have certain specifications once again. So what now, they what do is, is prime, just just for in layman's prime, keeping it prime. What is that okay, prime? Well, what that the, mean? the prime the prime contractors are the ones who, when a government, when a local or federal or state government put out an RFP and say that we need a certain type of contract fulfilled, and mm-hmm. the big company, typically it's the big company who goes after the major part of that contract. So they go. They apply to get that, that contract. They win the contract, and mm-hmm. they are the prime of that contract. So the contract mm-hmm. actually goes to them, but they mm-hmm. need what's called subcontractors. Uh, say, for instance, in construction, it might be a clock construction, which is the big one, that you'll see mm-hmm. a lot of their signs all over the place. So they are the prime contractors, but uh, even though they are the prime contractor, they need people like bricklayers and, mm-hmm. and paving people and electrical people and, and sort of. So those are their subcontractors. So they go after hiring companies to be subs under their contract. Now, is this government-driven, you know, that, that that a prime contractor has to have subcontractors? Are these regulated through some of the policies or just the fact of supply and demand of their, their workforce? 
Well, it, it's a little bit of all of them. Uh, it mm-hmm. depends on the actual contract itself and how the proposal is written as mm-hmm. to whether uh, they're giving the whole contract to one company or they're uh, telling them that we want you to utilize small businesses, a certain percentage of small businesses, a certain percentage of minority businesses. So it's depend- it depends on the way the contract is written. And it could mm-hmm. be written that way for all of them. But it could be a local contract, a county contract, or a state contract, or it could be a federal government contract. It just depends. Okay. But okay. those are, are particularly the, those are typically the kinds of guidelines that they set within that RFP, within that uh, request for a proposal. And so there's a lot of contracting opportunities out here, Deborah. There are a lot of them. But when we have talked to the, and you know I network everywhere. I'm, I'm all yeah. over the place. And so I'm talking to a lot of government agencies because I'm. You know, connected in that circle, having worked in it for almost 20 years. And then in uh, the prime contractor segment, I'm talking to them and I'm saying, well, you know, why aren't you utilizing more minority contractors? And over and over and over again, I hear the same thing. Well, you know, Odessa, we have a database of 800 minority contractors in it, but every time we go to get a contractor, we go to call them and they're not qualified. Either they can't meet the demand that we need met, or they don't have the correct certifications, or blah, blah, blah. And so I've heard that over and over and over again, and I said, you know what, this is ridiculous. So what we did was we talked to a lot of different primes, uh, agencies, and so forth, and we put all this information together, and we developed Minority Certified Contractors, our new division of Another Approach Enterprises. And what this division handles, what it does is specifically goes after contractors, gets contractors in a database. And the unique thing about this database is that it's not what we call a parking lot. A lot of the databases, what these guys have, they have parking lots. So people, they open it up, the contractors can go in there, and they can register their business, and they sit in a dead parking lot until they're called. Once they're called, because nobody's actually advertising or promoting this parking lot, Okay. Okay. And so okay. once they're called, then then only then will the prime contractor or the agency realize that the person they're calling, the company they're calling, is not qualified based on their specifications. So we pre qualify our contractors. The people who go into our database, we have a form, they fill out the form, we check references, we check certifications, we know what their average revenue for the last three years is. So we have all of their information. So when a prime calls us or when an agency calls us and say, you know, we need X, Y, Z types of contractors and we go in our database and we pull out the best three of the database and so forth, we already know that they are going to at least qualify for it because they've told us what they're looking for. So it's not a dead database. So when you talk about the certifications, I, well, I'll tell you what, that's, I want to come back, and we're going to take a short break. We'll come back, and I'm going to ask you about, like, what are, what are some examples of the certifications and um, how long would someone have to be in business to even be able to be considered uh, as a, uh, be considered for one of these government contracts. So our special guest today is none other than Lady O. Odessa Hopkins of Another Approach Enterprises. She is the queen of networking. We will be right back. Remember to dial 347-838-9278, and we will take a few moments afterwards to uh, ask a few questions of Ms. Hopkins, if she doesn't mind answering them, will you to do that Absolutely for us today? Not. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. I'm awesome. all yours. 
<laughs> okay, great. So we'll be right back after this short break. Deborah Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. All right, we are back live with our special guest, Ms. Odessa Hopkins of Another Approach Enterprises. If you have a question of her, please feel free to dial 347-838-9278. Press 1 so that we know that you have a question and we'll be happy to uh, answer that for you. Also in our chat room, that man is jumping off over there. If you've got any questions, please let our show producer, Ms. Jocelyn Harrison, know that as well. We'll be happy to answer those questions. Now, Ms. Odessa, you were just talking about um, the, the minority contracts, and we, we were getting ready to ask you about the certifications because there are certain certifications, and I see out here now that there are agencies that help you get certified. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is just blowing me away that, that this is this is all designed to help you really uh, be successful, you know, in this in this industry here. So tell us, what are some of the certifications? And is it is it something, you know, a lot of times we know a lot of things are to weed out those who are not going to do the extra work. Are there a, a tremendous amount of, of hurdles that a person would have to jump over to become certified? I mean, can well, they have bad credit, you know, or can they have <laughs> – <laughs> Can bankrupt? I mean, we're keeping it real. This is 2010. People have had challenges in businesses and, and reinventing themselves. So all of those things, if you can share with us today. Oh, absolutely, and that's very that's very true. And and the different certifications have different requirements, and we are not even going to begin to uh, to confess to be uh, certification experts because that's not what we do. People mm-hmm. who come to us come to us already certified, so they've come gone through that process already. And okay. if they have not become certified, then we send them to the actual experts who help okay. them with those certifications. So I I am an advocate about talking about what I know and and, okay. and ignoring what I don't <laughs> okay. or referring it to the right people. But I can't tell you the types of certifications out there and the types that we actually deal with. Okay. Um, and, and there are actually all of them. I mean, you have everything from the 8A certifications, which uh, is issued by that the government certification, the Small Business Administration, actually issues the 8A. And, and that's basically for uh, for disadvantaged companies, um, small are companies. Are you saying 8? I'm companies. sorry. Are you saying eight, the number 8? The number 8. Uh-huh. And okay. Open and close parenthesis is the A. So it's an 8A okay. program. Okay. In the A Day okay. program, you actually have to certify for that. You have to qualify under certain particular uh, criteria, and mm-hmm. you have to earn under a certain amount of revenue, and you actually graduate out of that program. That's what I can tell you. So there's okay. different criteria, and there's a lot of great advantages of being an A Day um, certified company uh, doing okay. business with the government. Again, that's a government issued uh, certification. And one of the things that I do know that I can tell you. 
you is that the beauty about being an 8A uh, contractor is that you also get to work with what they call, they have these mentor-protege um, uh-huh. relationships and partnerships. So you get some advantages of working with larger companies and, and you sort of get that, uh, get to piggyback on what they're doing as far as learning uh, how to do business with the government and so forth. So that's a good thing. But again, the SBA is the people to talk to about SA, uh, SBA certification. They have uh, a department over there called SCORE, which are the experts that can tell you everything about 8A certification and doing business with the government. And then we also have local contracting. You have the MBE programs, which is Minority Business Enterprise. You have those certifications. Um, ours, and, and you know, is actually done by MDOT. Um, you know, they have uh, they have certifications that we also accept. The SDB, which is the Small Disadvantaged uh, Businesses, we also have a particular area for service disabled veterans because a lot of agencies actually miss their goals in going after service disabled veterans. So we have a service disabled veteran who knows about the business who actually takes care of our service disabled veteran uh, contractors and helps mm-hmm. to go after those contracts. So there, there, there's a lot of different ones. Uh, you know, there's there's also the WBE, that's Women Business Enterprise, for women contractors. They can get certified as a WBE. So there's so many of them. But it just goes to show you that there's a certification out there and contracting opportunities out there for all of our women and minority contractors and to take advantage of. And they can also go through something like the SBDCs, the Small Business Development um, Centers, uh, who who are also trained to tell you about how you can prepare to get contracts, the types of contracts that we're going after. Uh-huh, I see, I see. Wow, that, I mean, you are truly a wealth of knowledge on this. And what what is the website for um, your new um, division? And also give us the website for another approach so people can actually be able to contact you. Absolutely. Well, they can they can always find us through anotherapproach.com. That's www.anotherapproach.com, anotherapproach.com. And when you get there, you can click on MCC. Uh, there's a tab up there that says MCC, and it will take you to the, excuse me, it will take you to the Minority Certified Contractors website, and you will see it coming soon there. That coming soon will change in about a week because the database is now finalized. We have everything in place. We have our experts in place, our advisors in place. Um, all of our all of our folks are in place now, and so you will see that change. Um, Mm -hmm. and it will open up. So we're going to have two great openings. We're going to have launches. So we're going to advertise this publicly. We're going after media and everything because we truly intend to turn our contacts into contracts. And as you know, we have lots of contacts. So it's just time to put them to work. Time to put it to work. That's right, because a lot of times we're looking for something else new, and we we got exactly what we need right there, all those business cards that we collect and and do nothing with. It's time to go back and look at them. It's time to go back and look at them. I tell you, I I got a call from a friend of mine who is in the the construction business. She actually does facility maintenance and so forth and and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, uh, and cleaning and, and facility and, you know, whatever everything that deals with facilities, the cleaning, the, the 
supplying their staff for it. And she actually called me, and she says, you know what, I have a great contact for you, and I'm going to put you in contact. And this is how I got the contact for Clark Construction. Okay, so then you have to utilize the people you know. When I talk about utilizing your contacts, you have to find who knows whom. And if they trust you and if they know that you're sincere about what you're doing and that you're really out there to help people or to do what you say that you're going to do, then that's called credibility. And we've mm-hmm. built credibility so people actually bring us the folks and say this is who you need to do business with. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, we're going to go to our chat room to our producer, Ms. Jocelyn Harrison. I know we probably have some questions coming out of the chat room there. Hello, Jocelyn. Are you there? I am. All right. Wonderful. Well, I know we have some questions there in the chat room. Please say hello to our dynamic guest today. I tell you, Ms. Hopkins, you are awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Jocelyn. I had... um, a couple of, of chatters remark, is this is this show just for, for 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 women? Can men listen in? You know, we don't have this kind of information. <laughs> and Jocelyn is in Atlanta. She's one of my homegirls from Atlanta and, oh, and right. I have been telling her I have been telling her, Girl, you need to come up here. Am <laughs> I not Jocelyn? <laughs> you have been telling me that I am listening, I am taking notes. <laughs> Because really, this is such a viable business, you know, dealing with the government. And I just really hadn't thought about it. So now my yes. my mind is spinning on, okay, what can I offer? So yes. It's an awesome call. One of the, and I don't know if you know exactly about this, Ms. Hopkins, but one of mm-hmm. our chat room guests asked, do you know about the meeting planner certification process for the government? Mm-hmm. Do you find other contracts in that arena as well? Well, not particularly in the meeting meeting planners area or or arena. It's not to say that we we cannot actually go after contracts because if the government, and and when I say government, I mean local, state, federal, okay, Um, and even private industry. So it's not limited. So even though uh, we may, you may not see on our website specifically meeting planners, that does not mean that if you know that the government utilizes your services, and I know for a fact that they do do that they absolutely utilize meeting planners because mm-hmm. I know of some uh, contracting companies where they actually utilize they they do the uh, the major conferences for certain agencies such as the Department of Energy. So they mm-hmm. absolutely do utilize their services. So here's the thing: once you're in our database. If an agency, say for if the Department of Energy or if uh, Department of Labor, if they if they contact us and they say, well, you know what, we we would love to have an 8A certified company, or we would love to have a small small business, or you know we we need we need 8A to meet our goal, or whatever the case is, and we have a conference coming up and we're looking for a a uh, a qualified. Um, meeting planner or company that does meeting planning, then guess what? We have to go into our database and look for that person. So we tell people that if you know that the federal government or the local and state governments utilize your services, then you need to be in our database. It's a real small price to pay for contracts to come out of, and you have the entire year 
for you to actually utilize any of these contracts. And if and if you're not, if you have, don't have certain qualifications, it we we don't we may not qualify you. Put our stamp on it at that time, but we will tell you why, and we will help you get to the point where you need to be. Okay. Wow, that's dynamic. That's dynamic. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jocelyn, and we we trust that that answers the question of our uh, chat room guest as well. Now, Ms. Hopkins, I want to I wanna ask you that another approach enterprises. I've been really wanting to ask you. I love names, etymology, all of that. That is a powerful name. How, you know, what's the origin of that? Where, where did you come up with that, that name for your business? Well, another approach enterprises actually came out of just another approach. And mm-hmm. here's the funny thing. Remember I told you that for eight and a half years I was teaching girls and young women and older women confidence mm-hmm. building uh exercises and and workshops and self-esteem building workshops and even uh, introductory modeling because I went through modeling and charm school and so forth when I was little. I'm I'm a little diva. (laughs) (laughs) We see that on your there. (laughs) (laughs) And so when when I stopped doing that business after eight and a half years and got married, took on two of my nieces, Aaliyah and Candace, who you see there, um, you know, to, to help raise them in our home. And so when I stopped to do all of that, I, I, I had to regroup. And then um, after two years, I went back out there to relaunch another mm-hmm. approach mm-hmm. Um, as another approach to help the girls and young women. But what mm-hmm. happened was that I was preparing to launch at an event, getting ready for an expo. Um, and I had a booth at the expo, and I started talking about other entrepreneurs. And this is how we got into this arena. They started telling us that they couldn't afford the expense of the booth. I think it was $600 at that time. And there were mm-hmm. small businesses, startups, and they couldn't afford it. And I started hearing that over and over again. And I said, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know, mm-hmm. why isn't anyone offering this assistance? They have to be promoted. And so what I did right then and there before the event, I kind of regrouped to help them just for that event. I developed a network and said, okay, I network and I represent these businesses, so you have to let them be represented from my booth. And that worked. And I was able to represent their companies right from there. And wow. the next thing I know, other companies were asking me, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? <laughs> and so the next thing I know, another approach ended up being another approach, Enterprises, and it switched from taking care of girls and women to taking care of uh, women and minority entrepreneurs. And I had wow. the background and the experience already, so it was a, it was a real good fit. Yeah, that, well, that's just such an awesome name, another approach, because it does, it does, you know, signify what you are doing. You know, this is there are other alternatives, other ways to do business, and there are people who are very qualified that you may not know about unless they were in contact with with your organization. You know, Minority Buzz or the MCC or another approach enterprises. So that's right, that's exactly. awesome. That's awesome. Well, we are so excited to have Miss Odessa Hopkins on the show today. We're going to take another quick short break come back and go over some more questions we want to know what it's like working with your husband we hear people talk Whoa. about working. How, <laughs> how can we, you know, you know what the pros and cons and the debate on that you know uh, this is just a great partnership we know so we will be right back after this short break do you feel like there's never enough time in the day you have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done oh yeah the laundry are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? 
Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month. And take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Yes, that's right. Every woman deserves a coach. Check out Compass Coaching. It's a dynamic program. You can visit www.mypathmylife.com for some great tips there as well. But we are here live on Wealthy Sisters with Odessa Hopkins, CEO of Another Approach Enterprises. And I tell you what, not only is she a dynamic individual, the CEO of Another Approach Enterprises, but I am so excited and most proud to say that she is an honorary chair for the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. That event, yes, it is down. We are down to literally 52 days away. I cannot believe it. It's right around the corner. I know many of you guys in the audience, you've been listening, saying, I'm going to get my ticket. Look, don't do like most people do. Wait till the last minute because it will sell out. I promise you. Yes, our seating is limited at the Hyatt. I've already um, set aside a certain amount of chairs. They have other events that will be going on, so there is no more room in the end. So you don't want to waste your time. Go to www.thewinnersummit. That's the winners, like running a race, plural, thewinnersummit.com, and register today. You guys, the price point is so bottom basement. It's a two-day power-packed event seven dynamic speakers, a live concert by Tony Terry, y'all. Come on now. Tony Terry is doing a special (laughs) concert for us, and those who register early, we get the special seating. Also, we've got the dynamic awards um, welcome reception, none other than Dr. Tracy Lynn, who is an astounding woman. She's an entrepreneur. She is an international speaker. She is the recipient of the first Legends Award. She'll be there Friday night. You get a chance to see her. Also, Saturday, we've got the fashion show, the speakers. We've got a giveaway, a three-day cruise to the Bahamas for two, and other door prizes. So you do not want to miss this event. And, And talking about networking and the power of networking, it's about being in this environment. Not all of the, not so much is all of the information that you will get, the practical information, because no, our, our slogan is savvy advice, a practical application for winning women, yes, but also the networking, meeting these powerful sisters that are coming from all over the world. We've got people registered from London, from Curacao, from Texas, from Florida, you know, and uh, so you, especially if you are in the D.C. metropolitan area, it makes no sense for you to miss out on this dynamic event. And I'm telling you, you want to be there. And Miss Miss Odessa, please tell us why you are excited and why you agreed to to honor us as an honorary chairperson for well, the. Well, I Summit. could not let this one go. I could not let this one go by without be participating in it. And I am honored to be a a participant in this event, Deborah. Uh, number one, I know your professionalism, and I know that you go all out like I do. And when you mm-hmm. host an event, you make sure that it's worth our money of being mm-hmm. there, and and more, even more so, worth our time. 
And mm-hmm. so that's that's the main reason. That was the first reason. But then every time I looked up, you were adding some phenomenal person to your register that I need to be in, in touch with, really. I mean, you mentioned uh, Dr. Tracy Lynn, and she and I actually spoke on the phone quite a while ago about Minority Buzz when one of her folks were, were on my registry. She was like, wait, they're coming up first under Minority Buzz. I want them to come up under here, Tracy Lynn. And so it was so funny, but we spoke on the phone, and we have not, we have not never met. And I am excited and delighted to be there to be able to, to meet and mingle. You're talking about having an opportunity to meet with people who have been there, who have done that, and like I said, they've already hit their bumps and bruises. And so they Mm -hmm. have valuable information for you that you Mm -hmm. have to, sometimes you have to be one-on-one to actually get the real feel of them and see Mm -hmm. that they're ordinary people like you and I are. And that's sometimes right. that that's what really brings it home, you know. That's what when you realize that, hey, these are just ordinary folks. I can do this. That's right. I can that's do this. Right. And so you're providing that venue um, for us to actually have that opportunity. And you know, you just cry. I mean, if you if you don't think that it's worth it, just come out and find out for yourself. Just oh, find yes. out for yourself because if you miss out, you're just going to read about it and hear about it on our Facebook pages, and you're <laughs> going to be another one of those people who's going to say, dang, I should have been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've been telling people that's registered that haven't told your friends, you're going to be like, just like sometimes you can sit in church or at the mosque or where the synagogue and hear a sermon or hear a lesson and be like, man, I should have made sure, you right. know, Stacy was here. I should have made sure Kim was here or, or Tony or whomever. I should have made sure they were here because I'm telling you, we are putting everything into this, literally everything. Yeah. You just got to understand. Into it. It's so going to be great. Yes, yes, we are. It's it is March 19th and 20th at the Hyatt Regency Baltimore, a beautiful hotel um, right there at the harbor. A lot of shopping, a lot of restaurants, a lot of fun things to do. Mm-hmm. Join it, yeah. make it a weekend, a escape, getaway, have fun. You know, the topics, six-figure selling, the greenbacks and going green, money-making marketing, the timeless principles of leadership, just to name a few. And also, we are in the process right now um, until Sunday, the 31st, we are voting on the very first Outstanding Business Woman of the Year. So if you're a member of the Professional Black wow. Woman, you do have to be uh, a part of the online organization. You can visit www.thepbw.com or join the group on Facebook um, to, to become a part to actually learn more how you can vote on these dynamic women. Sharon, Sharon Phillips out of D.C. We have Cheryl Wood out of the Maryland area and then all all the way down in Texas, the editor of Alive Magazine, uh, Miss Brandy Adamson. So I'm telling you, you want to be able to go online there and you can vote. You can see that at thewinnersummit.com as well. So also, you can register today uh, for your tickets and go ahead and call the hotel, reserve your room. They're not going to require any money from you. They don't even swipe your card. Reserve your hotel room. That will help us in providing the best event for you. So you can dial the higher Regency get the professional black woman's group rate at 410 
410-528-1234. That's 410-528-1234. We are excited about this event. Now, Ms. Hopkins, this has just been a joy. We have just a few moments left, about 10 minutes left on the line. You know, you are doing so much, you've done so much in this area. And now um, your husband, he is on board as the COO uh, of your company as well. And you, know, you hear all kinds of stories out here. Oh, uh, well, you can't work with your spouse, or you can't work <laughs> with your spouse, or, you know, this and that. And, I, you know, I'm like, okay, I worked with my former spouse for several years, and, I'm, I mean, I'm of the belief that this is something that you can do if you are focused and driven. But right. share your thoughts on how you all became, you know, to work together and, and how, you know, has it been. And maybe give some tips to our listeners who are in this situ- same situation. Well, you know, it, it, was, it, was, very, it was a very dynamic um, partnership for us to go in business together because, again, I was, I was already in the business, had already been in the business for, mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and, um, and my husband was actually on a contract at the time. And mm-hmm. when his contract ended and he started to, you know, to pursue other stuff, we, we, we just kind of almost in sync said, you know mm-hmm. what, maybe we just need to do this thing together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, it was it was great for me, Deborah. It was great. I was so happy he said that because, you know, being in business um, on your own, a lot of the time you you don't have your spouse to bounce things off of because mm-hmm. they're they're pursuing their thing and they're into their thing. And a lot of times, as women, we are so supportive of our husbands that mm-hmm. we, we get into everything that they're doing. You know, I knew everything about what he was doing. But you're so busy trying to support them and learn about what they're doing that it's really not, you don't really get a lot of that back. And mm-hmm. so as soon as my husband and I talked about becoming partners um, in the business, he brought in so many elements that I needed. Um, mm-hmm. He has great executive and leadership experience. He's been an executive for about 30 years and so he brought in a wealth of knowledge and information of budgeting, of, of business development, so much stuff that can help not only the company but also our clients. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we did think about, okay, well, wait a minute, is this thing going to work out? Because now you have to spend a lot more time together and right. you're going to talk about things that you don't agree with and what's going to happen with that. Well, to be in business with your spouse, you have to first have a good relationship. You know, obviously, if you're if you're in a marriage and and it's not working out, you have problems already. Then getting them to business together is probably not going to be the first thing. You probably need to do counseling first. <laughs> but with my husband, with my husband and I, we have such a great relationship already. And we have such uh, great communication already that it was just a natural fit for us. And that's not to say that we don't agree, I mean, that we don't disagree, because we certainly do. We disagree on a lot of things, but we also talk about those things and, you know, and we come to an agreement. So we agree to disagree on a lot of, in a lot of areas. But mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. our um, our goals are the same for our clients. Our goals are the same for the business. And when that is in sync, then that's when you can make it work. Wow, that's that's awesome, awesome. So definitely, you know, you said the foundation. First of all, you got to make sure you guys have a good foundation together, and uh, oh yeah, you're absolutely. Really willing to, to, to work it and, and pull and respect each other's strengths and, and what you bring to the table as well. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and, and really, you know, if if the both of you always think that, you know, the same things are important, you want to run this and he wants to also run that, then that's where Mm -hmm. the problem comes in. But, you know, so when a spouse, when spouses get into partnerships and they get into business, I I find it uh, much better that each takes a certain position, a different position, Mm -hmm. not the same position. Um, Even if they have different titles, sometimes they actually end up taking the same positions to work on things, Um, Mm -hmm. and and everything becomes important to both of them, the same things. So my Mm -hmm. husband and I, he has areas that he focuses on, and those are his areas, and I have areas that I focus on, and those are my areas because we have different strengths and weaknesses. And so we're mm-hmm. able to bounce that off of one another, and that's mm-hmm. where the partnership comes in. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, let me let me ask you, we did have uh, one question r- real quick here that came from the chat room, and it's a great question here. I'm going to take my time and make sure I, I read it uh, in its entirety. It says, can you ask her about the number of women that are utilizing her service and what advantages there are for women to go after government contracts? Also, what does she see as the most popular areas that um, you get the most inquiries from that, you know, that you recommend people should really go into or get involved in? Mm-hmm. Well, the the first part of that question as far as the, the number of women, remember minority certified contractors is just launching. Mm-hmm. That part of it is a new mm-hmm. division, and that's just launching. But I can tell you with another approach enterprises and minoritybuzz.com, uh, 95% probably of my members are women. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm accustomed, I'm very accustomed to dealing with members, with women uh, memberships and women entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. that, that was a love of mine from the very beginning. That's how I started. And mm-hmm. so the other part of it is the second part of the question was about what areas, right? What areas mm-hmm. do, do I feel that the government actually you know, can help them or, or how they pursue contracts, which government agencies or which services. Well, right. you know, that's something that you really have to find out which agencies. There there's so many agencies, but, you know, if you think of things such as if you're a little florist, um, the government, the federal government is probably not going to be interested in your services. But uh-huh. if you are a, a small florist and you go after a local contract, your county government, so that's why, see, when we say government, don't just think, don't narrow yourself down in, in, in a hole of just federal government. Local uh-huh. government, your county government, um, your state government, those would be interested, those those entities would be interested in florists. We had uh-huh. the Office of Central services in Prince George's County. We just had them put out two RFPs. They were looking for a florist twice. They put out RFPs and couldn't find a minority-owned florist because florists didn't think they utilized their services. So, Uh you know, don't limit yourself. Go after local, state, and federal government contracts and see the business that you're doing right now, see where you fit in. Mhm mhm mhm. Now now as far as someone that ha- may be a distributor in a company that has products or health products or are there sometimes government contracts that they can actually go after to to um secure for, from the government as well if someone has a product based or nutritional product based company that they have. Well, um I wouldn't say that that would be our specialty of what we would be what we would be looking for. Um certainly uh-huh. if they're in the medical field, if they're in the health and medical field, then we do have an area for that. Um uh-huh. but if they have products such as um the at Johns Hopkins Hospital, 
you know, one of the largest hospitals, um, they actually utilize a minority company for all of their trash can liners, okay? That okay. is actually a big deal. All of their oh trash can liners in that, that entire hospital and all of those businesses are supplied by a minority-owned company. Okay, so, you know, again, that's why I say that you have to look at, go and look at things and figure out how you can fit into them. Find out which agencies utilize your service. And you can actually come to us and you can can take advantage of our consultation services. And we Mm -hmm. will actually search and find out which ones actually utilize your services for you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And, again, give them your website and, and how we can reach out to you. Okay, the website again is www.anotherapproach, A-N-O-T-H-E-R-A-P-P-R-O-A-C-H dot com. And you can also call us toll-free. The number is one eight seven seven four three 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 eight one zero. That's one eight seven seven four three three. 3810 and we are based in we have offices in the District of Columbia and in Maryland so for the folks in uh, you know Atlanta and other states who are looking for federal government contracts particularly we can help them because we're here so we're building the relationships for them Awesome awesome so someone outside of the state outside of the city outside of this area can bid on government contracts you Oh saying. particularly med week is one of my favorite weeks we get people more people come in from out of state and out of town at med week and they want to utilize us because we're here building relationships they don't have the funds to travel back and forth Right, right. Well, this has been another great show with the dynamic Miss Odessa Hopkins. Thank you so much for being our special guest oh, today. Thank, thank you, you for having me. I appreciate you, and thank you to your callers. Yes, definitely. So, well, again, this is Deborah Hartnett with Wealthy Sisters. We are so grateful to have each and every one of you in our audience today. We encourage you to tune in next week where our special guest will be none other than Dr. Tracy Lynn herself. (laughs) Yes, yes, what a great show it's going to be. We're also going to be announcing the Businesswoman of the Year Award. So tune in next week, dial 347-838-9278, or visit us on the web at www.wealthy.com. Sisters.com. You can also catch some of our other dynamic shows. As we say, have a great day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by TheProfessionalBlackWoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.WealthySisters.com. See you next time.